Hi, this is Chris. And this is John. And you're listening to the Nerdy Dadcast. Hey, John. Hey. How you doing? Doing well. It's been three weeks, which arguably is much shorter since the last sort of break between it's episodes. longer than our hoped break, but it was definitely shorter than the break before that. So, I mean, we're getting, we're going, we're on a good arc here. Yeah, exactly. I mean, maybe next episode will be two weeks from now. And then after that, it'll be maybe a week. And then after that, maybe daily. a couple of days. And then daily. <laughs> Well, hourly episodes, hourly episodes, but, uh, no, it's good to, good to see your, uh, your beautiful, uh, mug on uh, my computer screen here, you as well, despite the fact that you came down this direction and passed up the opportunity to say hello to me. Yeah. You know, when I do city treks now, it's either I have to go and visit a lot of people or I have to sneak in and sneak out and not really visit anybody. So this time we did that and we did the sneak in, sneak out. Of course, the whole thing about sneaking and sneaking out is you shouldn't really post things on social media. So I, I put up one picture of myself and my wife mm-hmm. on social media. And so, yeah, people found out we were there. But, you know, you are all city people. You smell. You're full of germs. And I don't really want to see it. you. I like seeing you like but this see, through a screen, but I don't really want to be close to you. Yuck. But see, this was the thing. If, if, if the sneaking part was what was key, you probably shouldn't have said, hey, Chris, looks like we won't be able to do an episode this week uh, going coastal. So, I mean, well, yeah, I mean, I, I understand me, the coast is big, but I mean, you and I have no secrets from each other. I have to tell you all the things, <laughs> but still back to my original point, <laughs> you passed up on the opportunity to say hello. It's true. And I'm hurt. I know we've been talking about but, doing a live podcast where we actually sit face to face and do all that. And maybe one day we will, but uh, it wasn't last weekend. No, it was the initial weekend when we talked about doing this podcast in the first place. I think we recorded a couple virtually and then, oh, look. Uh, the end of world is nigh. Yeah, the end of the world the, happened. End of the world is nigh. I moved, however many hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of kilometers away, and so now it's a little bit yeah, different to work out all the things. You're just just outside of the Sky Train, all right? I hear. Like I, a, I hear if one of the parties gets elected, a Sky Train is coming out here for us. So I mean, that'll be great. That would that would, that would be great. You know, the, your next stop is Spasm, and that's actually. Ding, ding. Yeah, the whole election thing. I mean, it's really strange. I come from Vancouver, where in the last election in 2018 or whatever it was, you could choose from literally 3,084 people for about Mm. 720 different positions, whether that was councillors or mayor or park board or school board. I believe you could even vote for the barista. That was the new barista down the street. I think that was something you could vote for. Now, I'm in a rural zone, and I I choose of four people. And I only pick one and that's it. So like you have, you're picking like a representative for a regional area. That's then, right. I guess it's, it's one person mm-hmm. and I have a choice of four and that's the only choice where I'm still watching Twitter and I'm still like, I'm still a little bit dialed in on the Vancouver politics, but just watching it and seeing the thousands and thousands and thousands of people they can vote for and all the different things they have to vote for. And then I just have one and it's kind of, it's really peaceful. Now, I hope that, of course, we're rural, so it might go the wrong way entirely. But I hope that most people make the right choice out here. But we'll see. We'll see. Yeah. they Are there distinct choices out of the the list of four? Uh, yeah. One of them's crazy, and the other three aren't bad. Okay. Yeah. I mean, see, 
obviously I'm in the big city um, where I previously lived in Richmond, didn't have as many candidates as like what you would have experienced living in Vancouver. Uh, but I've since moved to Surrey, which is by all accounts, likely going to surpass the size of Vancouver and population at some point in the, the future, just with, you know, the way they keep saying uh, that. Yeah. I mean, Democratic I was born there. So, yeah. Yeah. But uh, I'd asked sort of on social media, like, hey, so when it comes to like figuring out who to vote for, especially for someone like me, I moved here a year ago. I don't quite know what's up with the the, you know, local candidates. Um, where can I go and maybe, you know, find out more about them? And um, the responses I got uh, primarily said anyone but a particular person, which Okay, cool. Thank you for telling me who not to vote for without telling me why. Though I'll be honest, I kind of know. Um, but the, the thing about this is that if, if, if that's the plan, there's a flaw because you have, I think, just for that position or positions, uh, about 24 people to choose from. So anyone but one leaves a, still a whole lot of choice. It does. And I mean, even in my situation here where it's one of four and one of those crazy, the other three are not, that spreads out the vote amongst the other three. And then, you know, there are enough crazy. I mean, I say crazy. I'm not, I shouldn't say crazy. I should say, you know, opposing views, different views of the world, climate change deniers, you know, that sort of thing. And, uh, but if the, if the vote spreads among the other three, then the one that's crazy, the one that's uh, different could win. And that would be Mm-hmm. Yeah, no. Yeah, so I mean ultimately I did not get a, an answer, so I've now had to I I mean probably what I should have done all along, dive into um each of the candidates platforms presuming they've actually provided one. That's what's really cool is that with so many people running in in a municipal election, sometimes you just need to get whatever it is, a number of signatures and pay how much ever it is to get your name on the ballot. And congratulations. People will vote for you. It's true. You don't have to say much of anything else. Um, I mean, I've, I've, that has helped some cause that's okay. You're, I mean, you might be the greatest person to vote for in the world, but if you can't make it easy for me to learn more about you and whether or not, you know, you believe that I might fall off the end of the planet. If I go on a long sail West, it's, there's some concern there, right? So, anyhow um i do have or i've already identified a particular party i will not be voting for okay um they have made it very clear that um an inclusive world is not a a good one so that that was very helpful to have declared that because it's like thank you strike 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 absolutely and so i mean yeah for listeners, they know that we are a very inclusive podcast and we do believe in climate change. We do believe in a lot of things. And so, yeah, if you tell me those things are things that you do not believe in, I will never vote for you. It's just sort of that's how it goes. Yeah. I mean, but there are also a number of people who are also saying crazy things like if you vote for me, um, I will make sure that everyone gets a free unicorn. And which is where the I promises. Alluded, yeah. I alluded to the sky right? coming like, out here 700 kilometers away. And I don't think that <laughs> is even possible to happen. But, you know, if you vote for me, I'll, I'll do well, it. I'll make it happen. I'm, I'm still looking for that new, like, was it 60,000 seat multipurpose stadium that they're going to build here in Surrey that will be multipurpose to the effect that 
one night it might be a soccer or football game and the other night it'll be a hockey game because the playing surfaces are pretty much the same, right? And the rest of the nights it'll be empty because there's not that much <laughs> oh. things that can use a 60,000 foot stadium. But but not only that, the 60,000 seat stadium will have no parking. It'll be public transit only, which I actually, you know what? Great. I think so, yeah. Let's build let's build more infrastructure to support something like that. But you do realize the infrastructure isn't there yet. Like, did they say where they were planning on building this? Like, no, no, yeah. We've got a few sp- spots in mind. Great, like <laughs> you know, I mean, it's <laughs> well, they did knock the Stardust well, down, so I mean, with the Stardust gone, that's a solid <laughs> space, you know, right there. It's right by the SkyTrain. You know so. what? If 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 a particular party in Surrey were to say, "We'll bring Stardust oh, back," I'm, yes, yes. I mean, I'd have a serious consideration of tossing a vote or two their way i mean um well what was it the one of the parties in uh, running in your former uh, locale in vancouver was promising to bring back the nba to vancouver and it's like oh so one you can somehow promise something like that okay cool two i'm going to presume that by making such a promise the city is going to be uh, as such the owner of the franchise which probably costs billions at this point in time Oh, that's cool. I mean, like some people don't have a realistic view of their own power, even in a level like that. I mean, I've been on many committees and I've been on many boards and stuff, and I realize when I'm one of those that I am one voice out of many, and what I want isn't necessarily what's going to happen. So, if you elect me, yeah. I, I sure I can say I want to bring unicorns back, but you know, a unicorns never existed, so I can't do that. But then B, I just don't have that power in the first place. I have to get permission of other people to bring unicorns back. So, yeah. Yeah, it's it's silly season when it comes to to any form of election. It seems um, it's just it's, and I don't know if it's I'm getting older or it's just getting sillier or maybe both. But I kind of think both. Yeah, I mean we're definitely getting older. I can see that. But uh, but yeah, I think it's definitely both. Yeah. Um, speaking of unicorns not existing, um, Baby Force today informed me that uh, ghosts are extinct just like the dinosaurs. And I was like, and I'm sort of thinking about this and I'm like, I mean, I, I, I'm having difficulty here providing a counterpoint because you might like someone will say, Chris ghosts aren't real. Well, how do we know if they were extinct? Like, how do we know dinosaurs? No, no, Chris, dinosaurs aren't real. That's the thing. I mean, we've dug up bones and we say the it birds are still dinosaurs or whatever. Right. What about dinosaur ghosts? If dinosaurs were real, they would have dinosaur ghosts. So I mean, well, and see, but like her, her, her subsequent, you know, argument was that, well, you can't see them. And so therefore they're extinct. And I'm like, well, you can't see dinosaurs either. Right. And there, that means like, I'm nothing like, if you can't see it, does that mean that it's extinct? And so, I mean, is we had a very worldly conversation with baby force today. There are a lot of things I can't see, but I assume they're not extinct. I'm not really sure. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, a lot of this sort of stemmed from the fact that, um, we had started, talking about jokes and see i felt that i needed to do a, a lighter segue than saying hey we we're talking about politics let's oh, talk about bad joke. jokes now <laughs> <laughs> um but uh baby force had a soccer practice and and on the way back uh um, she's like daddy tell me a joke and so i'm like you know trying to think quick on my feet here i'm like okay knock knock and she's like who's there and i'm like lettuce and she's like lettuce who i'm like let us in we'd like we're cold or something like that she laughs. She thinks it's the greatest jokes. Her dad tells the best jokes. Well, yeah. I don't know. Do you tell the best jokes? 
Every dad tells the best jokes, so that's the thing. I mean, at least for a while, until they hit a certain age, and then they tell the best jokes. But yeah, I mean, you have that phase right now where you can say anything, and she will laugh and giggle and laugh because you are the best. Yeah. I mean, and, you know, then she wants another one, and I'm like, oh, okay, knock, knock, who's there? Orange, orange who? I'm like, aren't you happy I'm here? And she's like, oh, that's great, that's great, that's great, yeah, ha, ha. And she's, she's decided she needs to to, to tar- start telling some dad jokes because <laughs> – I mean, to her, they're not dad jokes. They're just jokes. And I mean, they're jokes. I mean, I mean, the attempt is there, but I don't think she's quite formulated the knock knock sort of structure very well. Like no, how the, yeah, how the cadence works. Like she knows, like the, you say knock knock, someone says who's there, you say a word or something like that. And then when they say the word something who, you then do the word something. And so she's like, knock, knock. And she's like, orange. And so I'm also accustomed to her, you know, repeating a joke. To her, it's funny as heck. And to me, I'm going to laugh because, you know, I like the attempt. And, you know, and she's like, orange, um, orange leaves. <laughs> and so obviously the processing of what am I going to say next as we're driving along and she sees probably like orange leaves or something like that. And, and that was the entire trip home. Well, I'll tell you, it's better than that, you know, knock, knock, who's there orange and goes on until you say banana or whatever it is. You know that one banana. I don't know that one. Okay. So it's like knock, knock, who's there and say banana. Knock, knock, who's there? Banana. Banana. Knock, knock, who's there? Banana. It goes on and on like that until somebody finally say orange. They say, orange, you glad I didn't say banana? But the problem with that one is, especially at that age, it can go on and on and on for like, your entire car ride would just be, knock, knock, who's there? Orange. And I'm a very patient father. I'm a very, you know, I try to really make sure I'm attentive. And But after the 50th orange, I'm like, just get on with the joke, kid. Even though I love them and, you know, that's so the whole knock-knock joke thing. Yeah. And that's sort of a phase where they hit. I mean, I remember my son hitting that too where he was trying to figure out knock-knock jokes and he would go knock-knock who's there and throw out random words at you. And the random words didn't work except for he was so damn adorable you had to laugh. But then you get mm-hmm. to the ones where you're just kind of annoying. And by that point, you're like, it's harder to laugh. Even though you, you want to, you want to be there for your kid, you want to laugh. But sometimes you just can't. <laughs> I... I at what point though do you start to like do you, do you guide them do they develop that like understanding like i'm 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 uncertain here because it's like damn it, it kid, is you're not of... funny you'll never be funny give it up <laughs> I don't, I don't we all have things dreams. we can do in life yours yours is not being funny that's not it oh but it's 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 just interesting because like for her it is the greatest thing and it'll just go on and on it's like i'm kind of wondering what's 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 the better thing to have happened the uh never ending why or the the jokes that thanks for the effort see that's a phase right you are you you're past the never ending why now um there are fewer never ending whys again these are things um, now, that just can drive you freaking nuts right i mean you hear why yeah. and you're like oh, not again so now you have jokes for that instead. And eventually she'll pass on from that and she'll figure it out and then they'll get funny. And I mean, my kids are telling me jokes constantly. They've, my daughter was really excited today because she memorized, she looked up 
she looked on the internet and looked up the 200 best jokes for kids or something and she memorized like oh. 50 of them and then she came out and she's been telling jokes all day and some of them are really bad as you'd expect but some of them when they come out and you just see her saying it it's so darn cute and you're like that's actually a funny one so it's sort of a face thing it'll it'll come through for you unless of course baby force just isn't funny and that's totally a thing because i mean i know you and marty and yeah yeah i mean that's that is genuinely possible i I've tried to also like introduce other, you know, dad jokes to her to get out of the knock knock because the knock knock it just it, the effort's there. I, I got to applaud the effort, but we haven't quite figured it out. And so I, I had said like, uh, you know, what is the most popular fish in the in the sea? And she's like, what? I'm like a starfish. Why is a starfish so popular, Daddy? And I'm like, okay, so now I have to explain. <laughs> Rule number one: be yeah. funny. Obviously, I wasn't. And then so I'm like, because it's a star. But why are stars popular? And it's like, oh, no. I, what have I done? I have started the never-ending walk. And I tried to do so in a joke. And even that, you can't really explain why stars are popular. So you're kind of screwed. You have to start making things up. And then it's just, it's going to end badly. Uh-huh. I mean, it, 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 I, at some point, I know, things will start to to, to piece together. Um and I, I like that, you know, there's this, the silliness. I mean, if you were to ask her, who's the silliest person in the world? And she points at me. Cause, of course. Right? Like, I am very silly, and I am proud of that fact. And then who's the next silliest person? And she might point to herself occasionally, which is cool. I mean, it's just our thing. But Could be the dog, right? But, you have a dog uh, now? Yeah, we do. The dog's not, I don't think she'd not ever silly? say the okay. dog is silly. No. Right. I mean, the dog does silly things, but... Not like her scale of silly, Mama was definitely above the dog and the cat. Too. That's fair. Yeah, yeah. But so, uh, but no. Why I mean, Pepper's the best at archery. I, I don't know because they have an arrow. They do. <laughs> See, that's that's a pretty good one. I thought. I don't know. <laughs> Did you just Google that? Oh yeah. Oh, good, because I I was doing the same thing. Uh, Why did the uh, evil chicken, or what did the evil chicken lay? Hmm. I don't know what. Deviled eggs. Deviled eggs. Nice. See? So, yeah. Mm -hmm. I mean, you and I throwing this at each other, it's not as cute, but you're a five-year-old, you're a seven-year-old throwing it at you. That's a whole different story. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Do you know why grass is so dangerous? Uh, Why? Full of blades. (laughs) Some of these jokes, let me tell you. Why did the oh. old man fall in a well? I don't know why. Because he couldn't see that well. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I could, that's. I could. I could relate. I could relate. And this has been the Nerdy Dot Dadcast, folks. We'll be here all week. Try the steak. Yeah, there was. Oh gosh, there was a joke I had told on my esports podcast, and I can't remember why we were. I dropped. I so. My theme is now with that podcast is at the end of the show, I always drop a dad joke. It's just been my shtick. Yeah. Um, and uh, I, I try to build the joke up into something so that there's a little more meat on the on the bone. So it's not completely obvious. But I had told this joke about, um, you know, I'm, I'm at the office or sorry, I was at work and uh, I discovered that someone had uh, someone stole my office. Um, do you happen to know who it was? And they like, no, I'm like, well. Because uh, uh, I think I'd like to have a word with them or something like that. Yeah, I I can't remember what the joke was. I butchered it here, but like I'll do stuff like that. 
I'm sure it was yeah. great. I, I believe in you, buddy. It was. Yeah. yeah you, you're yeah. funny. I mean, that's, I am funny. I am funny. <laughs> oh, I mean, why did Beethoven get rid of chickens? I don't know why. Uh, despite whatever he played, all they continued to say was Bach, Bach, Bach. do it. Yeah. What's red and smells like blue paint? Red paint? That's right, red paint, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I think I've heard that one. I think I've heard that one. Use it on baby. Uh, hilarious. She would. Actually, I'm going to, you know, tomorrow when we're going to school, I'm totally going to, I'm going to totally say that. Um, uh, did you hear about the restaurant on the moon? No, I didn't. Yeah, well, it's got great food, but absolutely no atmosphere. Mm-hmm. Yep, yep, yep. So where's our next segue to? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I mean, so, I mean, if, if you're not telling dad jokes, what do you get up to in your spare time? It's true. The, the thing about dad jokes is they really just kill the conversation. So, yeah, it's all it's all pretty good. Yeah, I, I, I'm trying to think, like, are dad jokes just like corny bad jokes or is it that they're sort of like the short you know sort of lead up to the, the punchline or like what makes it's it a the dad corny joke? bad joke thing i think i mean i'm personally like i hate dad jokes personally i mean i've been a dad for 10 years now but the jokes just drive me nuts and but i have a lot of dad friends and they uh, one of them in particular just loves dad jokes and i really just have to you know it's it's not about me. It's about him. It's like your kids. You know, they mm-hmm. like telling them you have to encourage them and pat them on the head. So that was a good joke. And so, Andrew, if you're listening right now, I, I, I'm not talking about you. Forget it. <laughs> See, for, for me, the, the, the dad joke, it's more about they seem to be the ones that land the best with, with baby force. Which is why I like them. Once she gets out of that phase... Then that's you're not in the, me. Oh, I'm, dad, that one again? Phase like the yeah, yeah. which it becomes. Uh, that's when I'll, I'll clearly know the phase is over. Yeah, which becomes preteen force and all of that. You know, then you're just you're toast. No, no, no. She is going to be a teenaged version of baby force, <laughs> right? Like when, if and when she decides that she wants to get married, um, her and her partner, I am sure, will have you know welcome to the wedding of so and so and baby force. That's I simply presume that that's how it will be. Yeah, I'm pretty sure the ads and the blimp that goes by will say, "Have yeah, baby force, of course." Yeah, but uh, you know, getting off the whole uh, dad joke here, I uh, I acquired a Steam Deck. A Steam Deck, ooh, yeah. I so I mean, because <laughs> as we have discussed on the show, I have this thing about acquiring consoles. <laughs> Now, that I don't use. I haven't been paying attention this time, but is the Steam Deck one of those things that's sold out everywhere and nobody is hard time getting them? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Good. Uh, they're they're, <laughs> which, of course, who would have one of these? Because and you know not use it that much. But the the Steam Deck, I've I've used it for. That's not because it's here and I'm like ignoring it. I honestly have not had a whole lot of time this week with all the different activities and, and what have you meet the teacher is, uh, is happening, um, as well. And, and so, you know, I just haven't really had the, the full experience, but the short time that I sort of used it, it's very interesting to see how much power that valve has put into this like handheld. Um, it's arguably capable of playing some of the top triple a titles that are 
out there within the the Steam uh, ecosystem. And I mean, if you were so uh, uh, inclined, there are ways to to root the device to unleash even more power. Um, and when I think back about sort of what this handheld console market would be, I would say the switch was the first one that was like, wow, this is a, this is a very efficient sort of slick device. And I've had like the, the PlayStation Vita, the PlayStation portable, they were good in their own right, but they never felt like, wow, you know, it was, it, it was a step back. Like, oh, PlayStation or the PlayStation Vita. Like, the Vita was not a PlayStation. You have to go all the way back to the Atari Lynx, and that was the last time it was really this good. Yeah. So, I mean, the getting to the Switch level where it's a slick device, this Steam Deck is is kill. Like, I had actually seen um, reviews where there is a suggestion that the, the Steam Deck is the quote-unquote Switch killer. Now, I'm not going to go and suggest that that's the case because if there's one thing Nintendo knows how to do is produce mass, uh, um, you know, titles, popular uh, brands that they have that'll just milk until the end of time and then they'll produce even more. But it seems like, I like I, for me, I'm like, okay, if you're going to get a Steam Deck, would you not just get a computer? But the whole if thing, you wanted I mean, to like have it locked up, the Switch now is a five-year-old console. Like not a console for five-year-olds. It's a five-year-old console. So killing a Switch at this point, I mean, sure, technology has advanced in five years, and you can do other things. And I mean, the thing about Nintendo is Nintendo is the only one that has Nintendo's games. And I mean, I don't even mm-hmm. I don't play anything on the Nintendo anymore except for like I'll play the new Zelda when it comes out. I'll play the heck out of that. But uh, but yeah, so. I'm still waiting for their next system announcement, which, you know, you got to assume will be the second that somebody tells them they're going to be killed by a Steam Deck. And they're like, okay, well, here's our new Switch 2. But, uh, but yeah. I'm... It comes with a VR-included headset. But, yeah, portable which, uh... Steam. That's I mean, I get overwhelmed by Steam. I, like, go into the marketplace on Steam, and there's just, like, too much. And I'm like, I – and you can yeah. – literally anything you want to play is there. You type in – gangster poodles and there's a gangster poodle game you know there is and so you know it's i was i spend the rest of my life just typing in random mm-hmm. things on the steam and then playing the game if it's cheap enough or i usually have to wait till they go on sale because i'm like eh, i don't want to pay full price for gangster poodles yeah well and that i totally agree with steam i find that i gravitate towards sort of the curated lists um if i can find a particular provider or whoever that I start to sort of, okay, yeah, they've produced some, you know, recommendations of titles that I in turn have played and like, yeah, I kind of agree. I sort of like this because there is absolutely so much. It is so hard to uncover the, you know, gems, so to speak. Um, and, and I'm sure there are so many that are phenomenal that have yet to sort of be discovered or once they are, everyone has it. Get, they play the heck out of it and then they, they move on to the, the next shiny thing. And I, again, look back to the acquisition of said stream deck or stream steam deck. Um, I also have a stream deck, completely different application, <laughs> but uh, I, I, now that baby forest is using the switch to play Paw Patrol and my little pony. Ooh. Cause I mean, my little pony's fine. Apparently, Paw Patrol? That's what the switch was built for. Um, I view this device as just a means for me to go and fire up something like Terraria or, or what have you and 
So does it play all the games on Steam then? Because I mean, I have like I have Mac Envy where I I have a Mac, and we've been Mm -hmm. Mac people for the last ten or twelve years or something, a long time now. And so every now and then I'll log into Steam and I'll be like, oh, I heard about this new hot game that all my friends are playing. And I go and try to get it. And it's like, no, this is a Windows only game. And I mean, I know I could do like virtual desktop and all that kind of stuff, but that's a pain in the butt. I don't want to do that. So, uh, so I'm like, oh, okay, well, I'm just not going to play with my friends. I don't want to take my Mac and I go home. I'm already at home, but you know, for the purpose of this story and joke. Yeah. So, I mean, arguably a Steam Deck would allow someone uh, like yourself to access the full library. That said, not all titles are verified to be Steam Deck compatible. And what it really comes down to is it's the chipset uh, and OS that uh, Steam is using. I believe they're using a a, a version of Linux. Um, And then uh, the chipset, obviously, small form meant for mobile. So there are games that just won't function because they, they weren't coded in a way that would allow for that. Um, but the, the verification process is, is really started to, to speed up. Um, and then as well, many of the developers have gone in um, to games, like um, some of which have been out for years and provided you know, some moderate updates to increase the, the compatibility. So I, I can't speak firsthand of, of anything that, uh, that I've played. Cause obviously I haven't had it long enough, but, um, more, I know more and more are, are, are being verified. But what's interesting is that even games that wouldn't, would never consider as being, sort of a mobile friendly title. So um, some of these like battle Royales, like these multiplayer style um, in the competitive sense, apparently the drawback is just that when you're using the steam deck, um, if you're on controller, you have, there's a trade-off you lose the capability. That someone on a mouse and keyboard has at their minute movements and, and sensitivity, but an easy way to switch to that is you could actually use the thumb pads um, and it's tacti- It's based on touch. So you essentially have like a trackpad on each side. Um, it's just, it's a whole different experience, but like, this is the thing. Like I, the switch as cool as it might be to fire up Fortnite, battle royale on it. It's, you can see there's a trade off there to, you know, the top tier consoles, PlayStation five, um, Xbox, PC, what have you. So, so yeah, I guess to answer your question, it would probably provide you access to a, a greater number of, of titles to play. All right, well, I'll ask you about it next time. And when you still haven't played it and it's still sitting on the floor somewhere, but you do have it, like your PlayStation 5, for example, then, you know, I'll, I'll hope for an update. Yeah. So, yeah, actually, and I should further clarify, I'm on, I went to the Steam Deck website. They have four different categories titles fall into. There's the verified, which means it works, works well. There's the playable, it works. Might need to do some stuff to make it work. Uh, there's the unsupported, which is don't try. And then there's the unknown and the unknown is like the, t- the game that they've used here is day of defeat, which is a title that has been out since like, I don't know the year 2000. So I can understand why it would be unknown because yeah, yeah. you know, it's like the OG King's quest. I do not have the floppy drive to stick the 24 floppies into to play the game. <laughs> I don't believe it's on. It's it's supported. Ah, the good old days. 
but how about yourself? Uh, you know, have you acquired a Steam Deck or a console that you're not using like I continually do? I have not. I have been pretty faithful to my PlayStation. I haven't, uh, you know, the controllers stay charged. I'm using it whenever I get a chance, which isn't all the time these days. But yeah, I've actually run out of games to play because I, I had like, you know, you have that point where you're like, there's a couple games you're really into and mm-hmm. uh, then you get past them and you, you know, you can choose to go back and platinum and do all that. And some games I'll do that for and some games it's just ridiculous and I won't even bother. So now I'm just sort of in the middle where I'm like, I don't really know what I want to play. And so I was sort of looking back through the old, through the archives of, you know, PlayStation Plus games that I've got in the past and never turned on and all these things. But, uh, but yeah, I haven't, I haven't committed myself to anything quite yet. Well, I mean, that new PlayStation loyalty program or whatever stars, I think gives you rewards for getting achievements. So oh, I've signed up for that. Don't I? Yeah. Hmm. yeah I have no idea how the, the thing works. I don't, I want to say it might've been this week or next week to, cause it wasn't, it, I remember when I saw it, it wasn't yet available in Canada. Like we had to wait a little bit, but it's like this week or next. So, I mean, I'm thinking about it. And when you mentioned like response speed and stuff and how that can be an issue, I mean, I now know that I'm past my glory days of response speed. I watched my 10 year old kick my butt in Mario. Kart, <laughs> and I'm like, okay, my response speed just isn't what it used to be. I, I'm okay mm-hmm. with that. So I'll never actually notice if, I have a split second response lag or something. That's not something I'm going to notice. So, so yeah, I think the glory days are behind. So, but going into sort of that thing where, yeah, you have a rewards program where if you're the first to get a platinum trophy on a game, then you get something special virtually and stuff. Here's some things. virtual points that if you collect a million of, will give you a 5% discount off of a AAA title on Tuesdays. Yeah. And I've done some pretty silly platinum trophies, but I don't, I can't imagine like going and just sitting there for trying to get it as fast as I possibly humanly can. Mostly because I have kids and a wife and a life and stuff. Yeah. If I was still 20, then maybe I could do that. Yeah. Yeah. That back then I, I got many more achievements than I have ever since. Mm. So, um, something else has changed since our last episode. If you go to nerdydadcast.com, <gasps> it no longer informs you the cake is a lie. The cake is true? Well, no, the cake is still a lie. Um, in fact, I believe there might be somewhere on the website that had said that, or maybe that maybe I took that, I can't remember. But there is a fully functional website now. It allows you to see our entire catalog of episodes. Wow, should check it out. Um, you know, subscribe to the show if you'd like. I, you know, finally got around to doing that. Um, I'll, uh, hmm? can you leave feedback? Uh, apparently you can, it's just not something I have enabled yet. Um, and I, I sort of cheaped out instead of, you know, trusting myself to be the one to actually go and do it. I used to service, um, to, to get us up and online because as we know, I'm, I should not be trusted with the internet. No, the internet's beyond you. Yeah. And so I am trusting someone else on the internet instead, because you can totally trust anyone on the internet these days. There, Yeah. People are good. But yeah, I mean, nerdydietast.com works, or at least it does. It'll forward you to uh, the service we're using because it costs money to make it look like you're not being forwarded there. And uh, we're just poor podcasters. So. Yeah. The, none of the sponsorships have come through yet. No, I'm surprised the keg did not sponsor us. I was trying. Yeah. I was I know, and I figured they would. Like, oh, that John guy needs some GCs. Let's send him some GCs so he can go to the local keg. He lives so far away from any keg, we should send him a a meal. Yeah. Um, I did go to a keg. Really? um, Just uh, over a week ago for the wife's birthday, yeah. 
Nice. Yeah, it was it was great, and um, neither my wife nor my daughter eat mushrooms. Oh, that's a good deal. And uh, both of their meals came with them. Um, it's interesting. Like I, I get that the keg, like they have a kids menu. Um, and we got her cheesy noodles, which was like mac and cheese, and we they're vegetables. If we had give baby force a choice, she would have said fries, and we're like carbs and carbs. No, um, so we said vegetables. What would you presume would be generally kid-safe vegetables to serve? See, I would think you'd get like carrot slices or broccoli or something. I mean, I know most kids don't like yeah. broccoli. I personally always love broccoli, but yeah. But yeah, like, you know, carrots, broccoli. Like, it, I wouldn't it, guess mushrooms. Some, mushrooms wouldn't be my guess. No, mushrooms, asparagus, and uh, grilled zucchini. They have good asparagus. So, I mean, that's not bad. But yeah. Oh, I, I enjoyed the mushrooms off of Baby Force's plate. I enjoyed the asparagus off of Baby Force's plate. And I enjoyed the grilled zucchini. So, ultimately, she had cheesy noodles, and she looked at the vegetables. And those cheesy um, noodles were $17 for the plate. Uh, no, it was actually either, that's the one reasonable item on their menu. Okay, um, and it came with uh, ice cream and uh, chocolate milk to drink. Nice. And they do provide an appetizer of like carrots and celery to start with. But um, because my wife and her do not eat mushrooms, I did, and uh, it looked as if on my plate I got mushrooms with a side of steak. <laughs> they so. have good mushrooms. That's all right. Oh no, I'm not I'm like I'm not complaining. I'm all for it, but it was I took a picture of it and I showed my my parents and they're like, "Why did they give you so many?" I explained like, "Oh, okay." I'm like, "Yeah, I know. It looks like mushrooms with a side of steak." Like, you know, what 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 type of accompaniment do you want with your sauteed mushrooms tonight, good sir? I'll have a steak medium, please. So for this episode, I think we should reach out to the mushroom farmers of BC and uh we love your mushrooms. They're great. Sponsor the show. There we go. There we go. Um, we'll see if that happens in uh, a couple of weeks time when we, we get back together. But, uh, if you haven't done so already, please obviously slap that subscribe button in whatever podcast application you happen to be listening to, or if you haven't listened to us online, if you were to do so, which is at nerdydiecast.com, all of the different click this button to go and subscribe to us on whichever application, um, is there. I mean, it's, they've got five listed. There are more, but generally those five will get you the hookup wherever you happen to be. Um, we're on Twitter. Yeah, talk occasionally to us there, tweet. At Nerdy Dadcast. Yeah, yeah. We uh, celebrated. I think it was our three university, our th- three year university, three year anniversary. That's on Twitter. sweet. That's like the cheese anniversary. I think. Yeah, I don't know. No. I mean, if it was, it'd be somewhat to synonymous with the jokes we were dropping earlier. Yeah, I mean, if Elon's buying Twitter now. Maybe he'll send us some cheese. Maybe. Uh, Elon's busy um, justifying uh, what's going on in Ukraine. So, mm, yeah. Uh, that's that's it's true. We don't want any gifts from you, Elon. We'll take it back. Never mind. I, yeah. I'm sorry. Um, and yeah, I mean, obviously, you can also drop us an email feedback at nerdydadcast.com, which is an inbox that has grown so dusty, so devoid of anything. Because no one emails us. Please email us. We want to be. No, I'm not going to blame. Forget. It. I'm, we're prouder than that. <laughs> I uh, we used to at least get the occasional like unsolicited spam message from someone uh, telling us that they are a manufacturer in China and we could be their um, sole uh, reseller of widgets here in Canada or something like that. It's like every day we'd get that. Well, I remember if you go back to like episode stopped. two or something, we had like a contest for tickets, and I think we got a couple emails that time. We we did, yeah. and the person who won never responded. Oh, 
So I'm not entirely sure their entry was valid. And if not, mm-hmm. yeah, the tickets are. You're probably going to be disappointed that you. <laughs> it was five years ago, but yeah. <laughs> but yeah, feedback at nerdydiecast.com. Well, but on behalf of John, myself, Chris, uh, obviously, uh, there's one other thing to ask you to do, and it's uh, stay nerdy, my friends. Mm-hmm.